Hey, what's up? It's your homegirl, Complex Angel, and welcome back to another episode of Self Love is My Rehab, where we are all tired of abuse being our addiction. I'm about to get my partner, uh, DC, on the line. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I got the giggles tonight, but I'm about to get my partner, Crime DC, on the line so we can start this show. So tune in and love yourself. I got the giggles tonight, DC. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, Complex? How you living? <laughs> Man, it's been good. Can't can't complain. It's been a good week. What was the vibe of the week for you? Man, this power outage, man. It should have been uh, oh, should have been messing my life up. It really has. Um, I think it was uh, I want to say Thursday or Friday. Um, mm-hmm. pretty much a couple of days after the storm or whatever. Um, which was pretty hectic, by the way, because I ain't getting no sleep that night of the storm, mm-hmm. man. Like. I'm I'm used to the rain and thunderstorms like type of things like that's my vibe or whatever like I love it, but this one was mm-hmm. different like this was that ratchet ass ex that you just can't get away from <laughs> like that motherfucker was just like plow, plow, and I was just like what the hell like I can't I can't go to sleep with this shit so <laughs> to follow that up you know what I'm saying like a couple of days later like it was still like lights traffic lights that were out. You know what I'm saying? Like, every fast food restaurant and my, my radius was pretty much shut down because of power outage. And, um, shit, up until this day, like, it's still it's still certain restaurants, you know what I'm saying, in my area that's still closed due to power outage and stuff. So, and I know mm. um, there's various uh, people in um, different cities and stuff like that, but their power is still out. Like, I know in Southfield, like, um, a family member of mine that stayed out in Southfield, their power is still out. And that storm was, like, Wednesday, like you know what I'm saying, so like they still mm-hmm. without power, but you know what I'm saying, kudos to everybody who is still being able to manage with the power outage, you know what I'm saying, like because I know, um, like I said, a family member of mine out in Southfield, like they was pretty much grilling their meals, like you know what I'm saying, like they was grilling fish on the grill, you know what I'm saying, and uh, making sandwiches and stuff off the grill, you know what I'm saying, so shout out to y'all for pretty much still being able to manage. You know what I'm saying? It's power mm-hmm. outage. I don't know where all this tax money and stuff is going, but, you know, you would think that the fact that we do pay our taxes and stuff, well, some of us do, um, <laughs> you would still assume that, you know, they could be able to, you know, get this up and running a lot quicker and a lot faster. But I am fortunate enough to, you know, still have my power on and stuff. So, But at the same time, it was still hectic, you know, and then construction, yeah. too. Construction has been out the ass, too, because they shut down certain roads. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's commuting on the same roads and stuff like that. And, you know, people just have not been giving a fuck lately. And I don't like it. <laughs> I really don't. But hopefully we can get back to, you know, those um, those same days and, you know, life can be somewhat good again. But uh, what about you? Well, I'm going to say, well, with the keeping it complex, I had a complex day. I tried to make a smoothie the other day, and um, the bottom part that you put down on the little drill, it wasn't on right. So every time I poured the apple juice in, I was like, damn, why is it going down? Like, is it is the fruit absorbing it? And I looked down, it's basically coming out the bottom of the blender. So then I finally got the top on right. And I finally got it on the little drill part, you know, the part that goes, that the, the, the part that does the blending. And yeah. as I'm trying to put the top on, 
This time, <laughs> I accidentally pressed the smoothie button. The top was off, and that shit was blending all right. Yeah. I got I had <laughs> strawberry pieces in my braid and everything. So, yeah. But um, I still enjoyed I still enjoyed my smoothie. It took three tries, but I still enjoyed it. I'm like, this don't make no sense. This don't make no sense. <laughs> all right, then. So we about to get right into the Shut Me the Fuck Up topic. Y'all saw the promo video today that DC dropped. We are talking about Temptations, Confessions of a Marriage Counselor. I think that this was one of Tyler Perry's best movies. Um, it mm-hmm. was like, it, it was definitely a plot twist. It was unpredictable. You know what I'm saying? So kudos to you, Tyler Perry. So um, I watched it the other night. You know, DC dragged me, y'all, because I chose to buy the movie instead of going to stream it. But, you know, he was like, you act like you're going to watch this more than one time. And I said, nigga, watch your mouth, because yes, I am. Like, this is my movie. You can't find it on any streaming platform. So we're going to get right into it. All right. So the first question, I got them in order, y'all, because I was, I was um, writing these questions on as I was uh, watching it. So the first part that spoke out to me was when they just came from the buffet, right? And they were walking back to the car, and the guy said, that's a fine bitch right there. Now, remember how she was riled up, and Bryce was just basically saying, let's just walk away. Why would you let these niggas ruin your night? Do you feel Bryce was wrong not to stand up for his wife when the guy called her out her name on the street? Uh, I mean, in a sense, I do. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, like, I I didn't expect him to. You know what I'm saying? Because... Mm -hmm. I feel like Bryce wasn't raised that way. You know what I'm saying? He was very sheltered. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, I feel like he didn't know how to, in a sense, defend his woman in that manner. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it could have been, it could have just been his, you know, his mature side that, you know, that was pretty much developed in his growth. To where it's just like, you know what I'm saying, don't let words, you know, ruin our perfect night. Like, you know what I'm saying, this is just me and you. This is our world. Like, you know what I'm saying, anybody yeah. else that, you know, feels the need to comment or interfere or intervene, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. you got to look at it like, you know what I'm saying, she was pretty much raised down there the same way. You know what I'm saying? Like, they yeah. grew up together. You know what I'm saying? So they were pretty much well-mannered as well. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? With, with the same um, intentions. But she wasn't having it. Like, she knew, you know what I'm saying, like, that type of compliment or that type of rudeness was unacceptable for her. You know what I'm saying? So mm. she was ready to throw them hands. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he was just like, he was like, he was just like you know what I'm saying, like, just, just get in the car. Judah, get in the car. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I do feel like, I do feel like in a sense, though, like, you have to have some sort of, you have to show some sort of dominance, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like she was looking for some sort of protection from her man, you know what I'm saying? Where it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, hey, like, you know, at least at least say something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, she probably felt like, you know, the, the, whole, the whole reaction should have been reversed, where it's just like, you know, Bryce is going off and she pulling him away, like, you know, hey, let's just get in the car, like, don't even worry about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't even that serious. But mm-hmm. it goes to show you, like, how, you know, how roles can be changed and, you know, some, you know, some, some phrases and some remarks can be taken seriously 
You know what I'm saying? It don't necessarily depend on, you know what I'm saying, like whether the guy hears it, you know what I'm saying, and he get riled up or the woman hears it and it's directly towards her and she get riled up type of shit. But, right. um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm 50-50 on it. You know what I'm saying? Like if it was me personally, I'm not even going to hold you up. I would say something. I would, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because I'd be like, you know, hey, like, you know, chill the fuck out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like don't call my, you know, my woman or her name like that type of shit. Now, granted, like, it probably go whole left field because when you got guys like that that want to publicly comment on a woman knowing that she's with her man or with a guy, you know what I'm saying? Like, they they looking for some action. You know what I'm saying? So you can already guarantee. And that's probably what he probably looked at it as. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, they said some shit, and I'm walking with her. We cuddled up and shit. They know that's my woman. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, they gonna say something just to get a reaction out of me, and that's gonna lead into fighting. You know what I'm saying? And then that's gonna potentially put her in, in harm's way. So it's like, in order for me to not put her in harm's way, I gotta shut the fuck up and just keep it moving, type of thing. So I think that's where Bryce head was at. But uh, what about you? Um, I definitely agree with you on the part of like you know him trying to be mature and not let it bother him. Uh, you know, like, and just telling her, don't let it bother you. But as a woman, when we when we were growing up, I blame it on Disney movies, these romantic books, and what we were taught by a woman of how a man should treat you. Because we never really, we never really knew Bryce's story. Like, we never knew um, who his parents was, if he if his right. mom was raising him. But I know me as a woman, whenever I've dated a guy, I've always placed an image of what I expected them to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I expected them to be that protector. I expected them to be that leader. But what we fail to realize is a man, just because he's a man, it doesn't mean, like, you know, we don't know the circumstances that he had growing up for him to be prepared for that role. You know what I'm saying? A lot of boy, a lot of men are just boys dressed in a grown man's body, still trying to figure it out. And you know, you're right. Bryce was very um, sheltered growing up. But my thing is, she felt unprotected. You know what I'm saying? And at that mm-hmm. moment, watching it, because like you know, I watched it back when it first came out, the and then point. watching it now, it, it's it's an age difference. But it's just the whole fact of. You got mad at her more than them when she was speaking back for herself. You know what I'm saying? Because she like, okay, my husband not gonna do it, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna say something. And you get what I'm saying? Like, why would you let these assholes like ruin your night? And then like when she yelled out the window, you hear him say, "Judah, no, like yeah. you're not gonna stand up for me if you if you feel like you're, you know what I'm saying, like." not trying to be rude, but if you feel like you're too scared to do it because you know that it would go left, I'm going to stick up for myself. And, you know, when they got in the bed that night and everything, and, you know, he was like, you know, I always protect you. It's like, nigga, really? Where were you at tonight? You know what I'm saying? But I think that as a woman, sometimes we hold, sometimes we hold y'all to a higher standard and we don't understand that y'all got fears too. You know what I'm saying? It's like, listen, I'm a man. But God damn it, I'm human too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, right. you're right. It definitely did. It definitely did take a turning point. So <laughs> all right. <laughs> the next question. Um 
remember when uh, Harley came into the office and he was going over the questionnaire that she developed, and he said a lot of your questions was based on exes. And she has stated you can tell a lot about someone's patterns and behaviors based on their past relationships. Do you feel it's best to know that part about your um about someone you are dating? Do you feel it's best to know about their past relationships? Absolutely. Because okay. whatever whatever patterns that they may have had in their past relationships, if they if they haven't learned from it, they're gonna bring it in that same relationship. You know what I'm saying? But initially what we're gonna recognize is, you know, the the looks and the the um the sudden new changes you know what i'm saying the 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 first impressions you know what i'm saying because the first impressions is always going to be the best impression so we're going to put on this different facade and everything like that just to win that person over or you know just to pretty much set the bar up high just to get in the door you know what i'm saying and it's like once you get in the door those once you get comfortable then those patterns start to relive all over again so that's why it's like it's best to know that part of the person. You know what I'm saying? Like, how was you in your past relationship? You know what I'm saying? Because like, I don't think we have that conversation too often. You know what I'm saying? When we get no, to know people, we don't. it's like you know what I'm saying. It's like, who was you in your past relationship, and who was the person that you was with in your past relationship? Because if you honestly learn those two people then you can pretty much detect how you need to operate with that particular person or um, if the person you're dating, you know what I'm saying, was the problem in the situation, then you can pretty much decide for yourself whether you can pretty much handle that or Mm -hmm. you just need to cut the ties right then and there. You know what I'm saying? Because we get too invested and too emotionally invested into these relationships and then realize that they're not what we thought they were cut out to be. And then mm-hmm. it just hurts to let go. You know what I'm saying? Like it's already drama. It's already too much drama there to be able to let go type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to get those, you know, those periodic, you know, text messages, you know what I'm saying? Those random text messages or random phone calls, you know, the random ass contact, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? When you're trying to let go and, you know, isolate them out of your life because things that went south and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. And I mean, it's, especially in Judith's uh, case, I feel like, you know, she definitely should have learned from that. She should have practiced what she preached. But, you know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> you know, I feel like she uh, she was she was thinking somewhere else in her head. But I'm sure that will probably be an answer to the next question. But uh, what about you? Um, Honestly, I only want to know about a person that I'm dating. I only want to know about their past if you're going to own up to what you did wrong. Because relationships in the past, Guys always told me what the girl did wrong. They never talked about what they did wrong. And me wanting to be that, you know, me being that people pleaser and wanting to be number one, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to make sure that I don't do what she did, not realizing this is a tactic to see what can I take advantage of in this next situation. So you have to own up. You have to know what you did wrong because a lot of people – play victim when they get out of a relationship. I was one of the people that did that. I always played victim and I never took accountability for my patterns in a relationship. That's why when you said once you get comfortable, them patterns set in. I was like, nigga, let me like my Dutch, but nobody told me to drag me like that. <laughs> but it, it's so it, it's so true. You get what I'm saying? Like, and you know, as, as far as Judas though, like, 
I don't even think that she was even thinking on that level to ask, um, you know, Harley about his past relationships because it's like, nigga, I'm over here cheating on my husband. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like after a while when he pressured her, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he, he basically pressured her. Like, like I'm not about to play these games with you. It's either me or him. It's like, okay, nigga, fuck it. It's you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, like it, it's just crazy. And it's like by that time she was already so in deep because Harley played that narcissistic tactic that they all do where they basically – wine and dine you to get you in and then it's like they pull away because they want you to beg for that attention because remember she was like oh right. so this, this this is what it was you just had sex with me and then you don't talk to me and like you the one that uh-huh. said like it's crazy but no we getting deep into it so now remember when they had left the office and he was like none of your questionnaires talked about sex and she was like i don't believe in sex before marriage and he kind of sparked her interest like well how would you know if your husband is compatible when you don't have no one to compare it to so remember, she tried to go home and bring that animal out of her. You know what I'm saying? Attack me like an animal. And he made her feel like it was weird. Yeah, he made her feel like it was weird. So I was like, we're going to do it the right way. Do you think it would be easier for couples to stay committed to each other if both were open to each other's sexual needs? I mean, shit, I don't feel like that should be the top priority, but it does play a huge factor. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's what gets uh, that's what gets people to cheat in the first place. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is that curiosity mm-hmm. of like something like damn like because like cause you can almost kind of look at a person and just tell like okay you can clap some cheeks my nigga like you can really <laughs> clap some cheeks I really feel like you can like Lord is telling me that you can clap some cheeks so I'm about to risk it all just so you can clap these cheeks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I feel like that's where. I feel like that's where her commitment to act. Well, I feel like that's where she kind of caved in at. You know what I'm saying? Like really caved in because I mean, you can, you can strike a woman's interest just based off of the flaunting and, you know, doing this and that for, her. but it's like, if, if the sex in the sense is lacking, cause I mean, if you look at Judith and Bryce's situation, they've mm-hmm. been together shit hell since they was little. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, before they got together, they was just they were the best of friends. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as they got older and, you know, they started having interest in, you know, liking people, you know what I'm saying? They found themselves liking each other. And, you know, they were all they had. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Judith just got tired of just living that 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 type of norm where, like, she yeah. had, like, that, 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 imaginable good guy where, you know what I'm saying, where he just, he was just old-fashioned. You know what I'm saying? Like, he never switched this shit up. He never switched this shit up. And then, you know, (laughs) and I think think a key part of that movie was when, you know what I'm saying, like, he forgot her birthday twice. You know what I'm saying? And I think you alluded to this, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? He forgot her birthday and stuff. And it's all, and, and that probably was meaningful to her. You know what I'm saying? In most cases, like, people just be like, you know, hey, like, you know what I'm saying? Shit, it was just my birthday. You know <laughs> It is what it is. Still, sometimes I'll be forgetting my birthday, too. But it takes, it, takes for, it takes for you to forget something that's meaningful to your significant other while they're pending cheating on you is, <laughs> is really critical for your ass. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's where you got to stay on point. 
and, you know, don't really miss a beat. You know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, Bryce got comfortable with their lifestyle that they've been living all their lives. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And wasn't really hip to the fact that, you know, sometimes you really do have to re-spark, you know what I'm saying, or really just keep that, 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 that light, you know what I'm saying, going in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying, you can't just be steady. You just can't have a steady-ass relationship. Like, you got to have some sort of um, spark, you know, and keep re-sparking that relationship, you know what I'm saying, make things spontaneous, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, if he – I hate to bring this up, but um, if this nigga wouldn't have had um, forgotten her birthday and then wanted to turn around and play the guitar butt naked, if he would have, if they would have reverted that shit, if that was her actual birthday gift without you know her acknowledging that you forgot it, he probably would have got cool mm-hmm. points for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's the type of spark that she was looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like she was, she was feeling, mm-hmm. she was, she was too curious at that point. You know what I'm saying? Because, she, like I said, she was tired of the norm. So is it important? It's important to certain people. And, and in this case, it was important to Judith. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, I mean, ain't no telling. They probably they probably just had the, the, the um, that normal aspects. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't spontaneous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, okay, I'm having sex with Bryce again. You know what I'm saying? It, same old <laughs> shit for 20 years. You know what I'm saying? And then this bald head yeah. chocolate nigga come out of nowhere, very successful. You know what I'm saying? Like very flirtatious, knows how knows his way with words, you know what I'm saying, knows how to move and everything like that. And he just he had an easy easy access to her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you can because you can tell like every like like all this nigga wordplay had her shaking in her toes. Like she, she mm-hmm. damn near was climaxing just based off the words. It was just like, oh damn, like Bryce never said this shit to me before. Like you know, yeah. what I'm saying? like so yeah, like you just can't live an ordinary life like that, especially when yeah, you had, right. when, especially when you dealt with somebody that long. And you're right. It's not about um, just sex. I just say that because it's like, remember how, like, she just felt so embarrassed afterwards? He was like, this is weird. I'm going to pretend that you didn't do this. You know what I'm saying? We're going right. to cut exactly. the lights off. Lay down. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. So you see the next day, she was ready to go jog. And he was like, obviously, yeah. I didn't do my job right. You up. You know what I'm saying? She was ready. And it's like, mm-hmm. you're right. Harley showed her something totally different you know what I'm saying and yep. it opened her eyes to like damn there's more to life than, than, just, than just this because I felt like I felt like her mom was too much in their business too you know what I'm saying like like trying to make sure that that she was a good wife and it's like ah this is my marriage you know what I'm saying but I just right. feel like Parents don't understand that, and they try to overstep that boundary. I'm I'm sorry, I cannot be in a relationship where your mom is in our bedroom. That's I'm not in her yep. bedroom, but it's like Bryce. <laughs> she was tired of that damn guitar. She was tired of that damn guitar too. Like, <laughs> why don't get my guitar, nigga? No, don't bring that shit back out. It's like I. It's like I feel like because they known each other since they were young, it's like. As you get as you get older, you know what I'm saying, 
you get comfortable. I feel like he got comfortable with knowing Judah's always going to be there. You know what I'm saying? I got her, yep. so now let me work on my next dream. Because remember, he always wanted to own his own pharmacy. So it was like he was right. putting in them extra hours. And you just think, like, in relationships, we just sometimes love the idea of a person being there. We forget that we got to put in that extra work to value them yep. and let them know that they're appreciated because we always feel like they're going to be there. And that's where yep. Bryce failed at. That's where he felt like if he said, I didn't even know that she was unhappy. And this is where I also I feel like he was wrong. Don't get me wrong. Judah fucked up all around, okay? I'm not, yeah. as women, I'm saying she fucked up because men were saying, y'all don't take accountability. Here y'all go saying what she was, no, she fucked up. But right. where Bryce felt that was that you didn't even know that your wife was. You didn't even know that your wife was cheating. You're, that that lets you know how out of tune you were with her. You remember right. on why did I get married? No, why did I get married? Part two. He knew the date down to the time and the minutes and the seconds of when she changed because he was in tune with his partner. Yeah. Bryce, on yeah. the other hand, is like, what's going on? Just talk to me. We don't talk no more, please. How do you not know that she's not happy? The baby, that, the routine, the, yeah, the the change in the routine right there should have been your biggest red flag. But right. that goes into my last question: When the shit hit the fan, and he realized, like, damn, like you know, she's not happy. I think, like, you remember after that day when she took a shower, she was gone out the house. You seen him in the house pacing back and forth every night. She wasn't there, and then he went to go yeah. see her at the club, and she basically told him, "You're." I want a phenomenal guy. I feel dead with you. And he was still begging her to be with him. Like, I'll, I'll even act like this didn't exist. You don't got to talk about it no more. Right. When we see the hurt, when we see what a person is showing us, why do we still look past it to be with that person? Because I feel like, I feel like at one point, especially in Bryce's situation, like, I felt at that point he was willing and – probably more than able to, you know, see what he couldn't see this whole time. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he was finally woke yeah. at that point where it was like, okay, I see my consistency wasn't the right consistency that you needed. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And it's like because I was just on autopilot of just assuming that, you know, because we've been together for so long, like I'm grandfathered into this relationship, like I'm going to have you forever. I can just be comfortable mm-hmm. and focus on myself, you know what I'm saying, at this point. And I feel like he was, I feel like he was willing to change at that point, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I feel like because he was HIV positive, Harley was, that, uh-huh. you know, I think that was, I think that may have been the breaking point right there where it was just unbearable. And I feel like it yeah. may have been a mutual thing, you know, after a while, because, because mm-hmm. once, because once Bryce came and rescued her from that relationship, which ended up turning into an abusive relationship at that point towards the end of the movie, mm-hmm. she felt like, okay, you was really stepping up for me at that point. But yeah. unfortunately the damage was already done. Is done for life yeah. at this point. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Ain't no coming back from not only cheating, but cheating with someone who's HIV positive. It's like, okay, you're not thinking at this point. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you could put some blame on Bryce's, you know, because because of his um, 
because of his um, inconsistency of knowing when and why, you know what I'm saying, like his wife is no longer acting like his wife no more. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, at that point, I mean, shit, the damage was done. But I feel like, you know, like I said, I feel like the reason why he was constantly, you know, chasing after the fact of that is because, like, you know, that was his, that was his point of waking up, and it was like, okay, like, now you're talking to me. Unfortunately, you're talking to me after, you know, some some damage was done, but it's like, you know, I'm willing because I am your husband, and that's been my priority and my purpose in life, you know what I'm saying, is to be committed to you and be faithful to you and make this shit work, you know what I'm saying, till death do us part type of shit. You know, so, but, (laughs) you know, like I said, like, I feel like, I feel like the deal breaker was the fact that she, you know, was dealing with Harley who had, you know, HIV, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And, and I mean, honestly, I I don't, I don't feel like a lot of relationships to really, and I say a lot, not all, but a lot. I don't feel like a lot of Mm -hmm. relationships would be able to maintain themselves and still be, you know, effective if a person goes out and cheat and they end up getting HIV, you know what I'm saying? I don't see that. I don't see that happening. Like it rarely happens if, if sex is not really too much of a caliber in the relationship, but because sex is, you know, part of a relationship is part of being affectionate. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, you know, that's probably the reason why they ended up just not making it work. But I feel like at the end of the day too, though, like, you know, I think Bryce probably felt like, you know what I'm saying, like at the same time, like at at that particular point, like, you know, I may have lost my wife, but that's still my friend that's in need. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. my friend that's in danger. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I can't I can't not just ignore the fact that, you know what I'm saying, okay, you fucked over me as a husband, but I still got to be there for you as a friend. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we've been knowing each other for that long. You know what I'm saying? I owe you that at least. You know what I'm saying? Especially in, if you're in that type of danger. So yeah, so, yeah um, I think that like you know it's just the whole battle of not being able like just not wanting to let go like pretty much um, yeah. like you had said you know like now you're talking to me after all this time but it's like god damn I wasn't I, I didn't want to hear this shit you know yeah, but just speaking through I think that I think that basically, can you hear me? Or am I breaking up? No, I can't. Okay, no, I I don't know. Like the whole thing with that was because they've known each other for so long, and because I feel like you know Bryce was ready to change, but the sad reality of it, and Issa brought this up on Insecure before. Mm-hmm. When you when you get back with somebody, you do have that fear in the back of your mind. How long is it going to be before you start getting back into your old ways again? Are mm-hmm. you just doing this because you see that I'm upset now? Are you going to change? Right. Or is it going to stay consistent? And it was right. just like in her mind before she knew about the whole HIV thing. I think it was just like I didn't already been introduced to another life that I want. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like her mom was 
too religious, you know what I'm saying? And just like all right. this, oh, you need to call up, you know, them, you, you, like, you know, you need to pray them demons off. And it's like, mom, you got your own demons, you know what I'm saying? Like, my dad is still living. He's not even dead, you know what I'm saying? Like, you left him right. to go be with that church. And it's just like, she basically just felt, wait, cause I don't want to lose my thought. She basically okay, felt like, um, you know, like she basically felt like, oh, like this shit is boring. You know, like this shit is boring. I, I can't do it anymore. I, I need to, you know what I'm saying, just be. And it's like Bryce was just like, you're not saying this to me. Like, I guess he thought in that moment she sees my eyes, you know what I'm saying? She took his glasses off to show how sincere he was. And that's when you can tell, like, you know, she like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, he kind of sobered her up in that moment. Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? You're such a good guy. You deserve better. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I'm already too gone off this man. And with the whole HIV thing, I think maybe they both made a mutual agreement. Like, you know, like, I don't want to put you through this. Cause I, they, they didn't have kids. And I think he wanted to have kids. Cause I think it's possible to be in a relationship with somebody. You would have to just use condoms and you would have to find right. safe routes. But he right. wanted kids. So, you know, you have to, um, you have to, you know, raw dog it to do that. And, I don't know. Maybe they just maybe they just both felt like you know what it it was too much, and like just the damage was done. Period. Like I hurt you, and I don't know. I think I think it's harder for men to bounce back from hurt like that than a woman. That's just my personal opinion. But now, what was you about to say? No, yeah, I mean, no, I was just gonna make a funny remark off of, uh, about her mom being religious because it was that one scene where she was like. I think she said, I hope you rot in hell or some shit like that. And Judith was like, I guess I'll be joining the ride. No, she said that, that, that he's going to take you straight to hell. Yeah, he yeah. Yeah, because it's yeah, like, mom, I mean, like, okay, like, I just want to, I just want to have fun. Like, like you, you too much in my business. Like I'm grown. Like she was about to be 26 and you all yeah. staying up, you coming in kind of late. It's my house. But it's like, we don't want, we don't want to disrespect our parents, but I just felt like she was too much in their business. Like, you see how she was Absolutely. giving Bryce death stairs at the table. Like, damn, you telling her that I don't cook for you? You telling her like this, do I need to go get my guitar? Nigga, fuck you in that guitar. I'm pissed at you. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> you know, and I, and I feel in a sense, like, now that you say that, like, I I do feel sorry for those characters because they were controlled by their parents. And, you know what I'm saying, they're their beliefs, you know what I'm saying, whether it was just, you know, just your traditional beliefs or your religion beliefs, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. it, it sheltered them so much to where, like, in the, at the end of the day, like, it damaged both of them, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I would say, you know, Bryce did get the, the greater end of the stick, at, you know, after all that, you know, that pain and suffering, you know what I'm saying? Because that wasn't his intentions on, you know, just not, you know, just ignoring his wife, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just that's just how the nigga grew up. Like, you know what I'm saying? And the the only reason why Judith turned out the way she did was because she started looking outside the box. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel mm-hmm. like she was more she was more in tune with the society more than Bryce was. You know what I'm saying? Like because she was in tune with the society as much, you know what I'm saying, that led her to that led her to uh Harley, you know what I'm saying, which, you know, opened her mind up not only to you know, different ways of how people operate, but how a different man operates. You know what I'm saying? And she just yep. happened to just tell hey, mm-hmm. like, this is what I was missing. And it was like, okay. The well, New Orleans trip. Yeah, like. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like instead of me cheating, like let me bring this like shit. To, yeah, yeah, it was like let me bring this shit to the to the house first. Let's let's bring this shit home. Like let me be spontaneous. Like I want you to pull my hair, choke me, growl, nigga. Like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So it was like when he was like when when Bryce was like, hey, this is a little weird. Like you acting like you infected. Like you know what I'm saying. I don't like this. Yeah. Like. No, this is not what we do. Like, let's stick to our traditional shit. And she like, nah, I'm cool with that. I want to you know, step outside you, the box. Yep. Right, right. You can you can spank your wanky if you want to. I'm about to go deal with uh Sir uh Harley over here, who uh got me on mm-hmm. private jets and shit, and you know clapping my cheeks on private jets. Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? I think, like, I think that's that, where I think that's where it shifted though. The New Orleans trip because it's like you know she never drunk before she finally was you know she finally was relaxed and was drinking wine you know she had the like like you know he held her hand he showed her she was actually being courted like a real woman yeah you know i mean it's sad to say but those are the ones that are easily targeted too we see we've seen how they grew up but we've never really seen him take her on a real date like you know like he he tried you know they went to the 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 two ninety nine buffet and everything like that. But hey, it is right. what it is. But that's my favorite movie. But all right, we're gonna get right into the <laughs> simulate your mind question. Drop it DC. Oh, shit. All right, motherfuckers, it's hot as hell. I'm sweating. Let's stimulate that mind correct. What my deodorant? Oh Jesus. Um, okay. <laughs> so my uh, stimulation, my question this week is, do you think the mentality of having low expectations um, equals no disappointment is the way to settling for less than you deserve? Mm. That's interesting because, like, with me, I I do have low expectations on shit, you know what I'm saying, in order for me to not – um, get my hopes up high and just in case shit do happen to fall apart because, I mean, let's be honest, you know what I'm saying? We can aim for the stars and we might not even get close to off the fucking ground. But mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, for me personally, setting my standards low, it helps my mentality when things don't go ideal. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, when we, when we set our standards high, we 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 extend our our um our thoughts of success type of shit like you know what i'm saying like we'll we'll go we'll go far and beyond in our thoughts and shit like you know what i'm saying like like for example with this clothing brand and shit like if i had set if i would have set set my standards high i would have been thinking about celebrities wearing my shit you know what i'm saying like, right away, like, type of thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would have been thinking about celebrities wearing my shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well-known people in the city wearing my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, me just getting bukus of money. You know what I'm saying? Not thinking about, you know what I'm saying, like, the short term of the whole journey, but thinking about, like, the success right away. But because I did set my standards low, you know what I'm saying, and not really having high expectations of it, not necessarily belittling my success, but, you know what I'm saying, just being humble enough to accept every milestone that I do have going for me has been, you know, a little bit more better for me at this point because I have been known to, you know what I'm saying, like put high expectations 
and everything like that within hell everything that I've been going through um and when things fail I start to look at myself and really doubt myself more you know what I'm saying really put myself down more therefore you know what I'm saying like disabling myself of really continuing to like push and like grind and shit like that you know what I'm saying so I feel like for me personally like low expectations they don't really equal disappointments but you know at the same time like I do feel like you know really just being humble in that state of mind like especially like when you're starting up and stuff like that like you know it's more it's more appreciative to really experience the grind and you know what I'm saying the blood sweat and tears that you put behind it you know what I'm saying because it's always best to have like a history or a story behind every success that you have you know what I'm saying whether that's you know getting a degree making a business having a successful relationship you know what I'm saying like you know having friends that you didn't had from eighth grade up until now or shit even below that, you know what I'm saying? Like anything like that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like having a story behind that is always good to have, you know what I'm saying? Cause you can have like, you can have a story to tell, like, you know what I'm saying? Like a beautiful story is always a great story. You know what I'm saying? And, and behind every beautiful story is always some sort of downfall or some sort of struggle. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like you always got to appreciate the struggles. Okay. Um, well, my reason for bringing this uh, question up is because I actually heard this um, advice when it came to relationships, and I applied it, and that's, I think that was, like, really the biggest downfall for me. Uh, when it comes to my goals as, a, like, where I want to be at and, like, being a bestseller and, like, really seeing this podcast take off and starting to do retreats, I feel like I can manifest that. I know that I can manifest it. It's not going to happen overnight, but I choose to have high expectations of my project because I know that I'm passionate about it. And this is this the way I'm the way I'm doing stuff to break generational curses has never been taught before, and it's best to have those conversations. But I understand you don't have high expectations for a person. I understand mm-hmm. it now. Like, there's a difference for me. I didn't get it at first. I used to just be humble going into these relationships and just accepting what they gave me. But I'm now learning if a person is showing you the opposite of what you want, don't have high expectations for them. Have low expectations, you know, expect, excuse me, expect them to be who they were always who they who they were always showing you because when you have high expectations that you could change them, that's where the disappointment comes into play. But I brought that in because I'm like, okay, well, having low expectations equals no disappointment. Does that lead the way to me settling? Hell yeah! I think I took it a different way and just applied it to relationships, and that fucked me up. Like I can have my high standards, and I know that somebody out there, you know what I'm saying, it's going to align for them to uh, come my way. But when it comes to, like, my projects, my books, I'm being more open and talking about it. I used to be that modest person that wouldn't say anything about it. But it's like you can have anything that you want. It just takes consistent work 
at it. You get what I'm saying? Because right. it's like if you want something and you're putting the work behind it, God is going to bring different people in your life to network with you and to show you how to get there. You get what I'm saying? Like, it could be when you're at a vendor event and somebody, you know, comes up and you're talking about it and it's like, oh, you know, well, network with me. Like, that's how it's been for me. I didn't met another person that does book covers. I didn't met someone that does business cards. Like, it's just all about talking. Like, you can get what you want. I think the high expectation of how fast it comes is where we sell at and where we get discouraged. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I be posting on TikTok, and I be seeing how people – I just got a TikTok, y'all. I finally converted. God damn it. But <laughs> I see how people got, like, 1.5 million likes, and I'm always going to look, and I'm like, it's not going to happen overnight. But you got to stay consistent at it. You got to believe in what you want, and it will happen for you. So thank you, DC, right. for answering. I'm going to let you get right into the shout-outs and appreciation. For sure, for sure. Shout-out to Self-Love is My Rehab. You know what I'm saying? Like, this has definitely been a therapeutic experience for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm always looking forward to every Sunday to be up, be able to chop it up with you, Complex, and everybody that's listening. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it just helps me to become a better person on on a regular basis. You know what I'm saying? I'm even learning from this uh, this episode tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never thought I would have referred to, you know what I'm saying, temptation. But, you know, the fact that we, you know, talked about it, you know what I'm saying, like that made me think about certain things. And, you know, we're going we gonna to apply it to life and keep it moving. Um, <laughs> shout out to God, because without him, none of this would be possible. You know what I'm saying? Self-love is my rehab complex in D.C. as well. Um, shout out to Dynamic Culture Apparel. That's my baby. Don't play with it. I just dropped some shorts for you ladies. You know what I'm saying? Booty shorts. I got, uh, I got, yeah, it's 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 some it's some uh, cheek clapping shorts. You know what I'm saying? With peace sign <laughs> on the back, so you can so you can so you can clap those cheeks while you walking with confidence. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, and copy. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like if you need to if you need to copy a pair, go ahead and follow the uh, the IG uh, account that's dynamic underscore culture underscore apparel. Yeah, just DM me. You know what I'm saying for pricing and or purchasing. You know what I'm saying? I'm down for, you know, shipping them out. You know what I'm saying? Just go ahead and support. It's, it's, this, this brand is really some, it's, it's really got something, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just need everybody to support it. You know what I'm saying? The more you support, the bigger it gets, and the more you're going to appreciate the brand. You know what I'm saying? On some real shit. Um, I got some joggers coming in the fall slash winter time. You know what I'm saying? Those are going... Those are going to be going pretty quick. I got some people pre-ordering for those already. So, um, yeah, make sure y'all tap in on that. You know what I'm saying? This this dynamic culture shit about to be a hit, man, like for real. You know what I'm saying? It just needs y'all support. That's all it needs. Um, yeah. With that being said, shit, shout out to all my positive vibes and positive energy. And shout out to all them damn negative, musty-ass Nancys with negative vibes and negative energy. We still love y'all at the end of the day. We just wait for you to catch up. Okay. Well, I'm going to say shout out to this platform, Self Love is My Rehab. It's helping me to become a better person on a daily basis. Um, Guys, please go get No Apologies and Out of Darkness. No Apologies is written from an addiction perspective to help you understand how a mental addiction for your abuser can form how they can control your mind, and it shows you how 
it's it's more deeper rooted issues of of when of why you attract yourself to someone like that. Please get the book. Out of Darkness tells the story of what it's like after a victim abuse and how they can become the abuser and how they do a lot of reflecting. Like it really paints a picture of what it's like to heal and what the process is like and how sometimes the abuser refuses to let you go and how it's a constant battle with that. Download it on Kindle. If you have a Kindle, if you got Kindle Unlimited, you can read it for free. You can buy it. You can DM me, you know, or you can order it off Amazon, paperback. I'm about to have books on demand so I can ship to anyone in the U.S., and I'm about to start doing vendor events. This, it, it's time to start changing the narrative. We have to step outside the norm like how Judith did. You know what I'm saying? We got to step outside the box. We got to be different <laughs> because a lot of us are walking around like a dead corpse and just living our lives for others, and we're so afraid to live in fear of offending others, and that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? That is fucked up because I promise uh-huh. you, you were you were born, you were uh, put here to do more than just be somebody's punching bag or you know what I'm saying somebody's doormat. So please go get that book. Um, shout out to No Apologies because it sets the platform for self love is my rehab and Queen for vibes and visions. Shout out to you, DC and Queen K. Uh, can't wait for Queen y'all to K. come this weekend. You know what I'm saying? I guess the the bag. I'm I'm fucking bringing the cat out the bag. DC is finally bringing his ass to Philly, okay? So I cannot yes, wait. <laughs> Five more days. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uh up all night Friday, Friday, like Norbit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, but um that's all I got. Oh yeah, also follow me on uh Instagram at complex underscore angel ninety if you wanna get more content. And you can follow me on TikTok at Complex Angel. So yeah, that's it. All right, D C. Bring us into that. What you know about that? Oh shit! Hey, get my Ti vibe on. Hey, what you know about that? What you know about that? Hey, I know all about that. Know them? Hey, oh, okay. So listen, <laughs> this was brought to you by Complex herself. I know this is my segment, but Complex had found this before I did, and I'm actually a little salty about it. But hey, fuck it. This is what the uh, this is what the podcast is about. You know, what I'm saying this teamwork shit. But uh, listen. <laughs> So this uh this mother she uh uh she's allegedly blasting her baby daddy for giving her child one week of new school clothes. Now from what we see here in this picture it is one pair of shoes, one pack of socks, four pairs of pants and five pairs of shirts. Mm-hmm. And from what I was looking at in the comments, you know what I'm saying, everybody felt like you know what I'm saying? She was ungrateful, you know what I'm saying, for the simple fact that not only one did she put it on social media. I feel like that's the biggest problem that we be putting our business on social media. But for the simple fact that she is salty for the simple fact that the the dad had, you know, applied, you know, just a week worth of school clothes. And <laughs> I'm going to keep it 100 with you. My dad ain't contribute to a damn thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. And and I mean, I'm not even exaggerating. Like, my dad didn't, he didn't contribute to a damn thing. Now, granted, he was on child support. Granted that. I'll grant you that. But because the information on the post was so limited, ain't no telling if the, if the dude was on child support or not. The fact that he did contribute, the fact that he did, 
I feel like it means a little bit more than just, you know, not contributing at all. Because based on the comments, motherfuckers were saying like, you know, hey, like shit, he got six pairs. He got he got how many pairs of socks or how many pairs of pants? And he only got two <laughs> pairs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or like shit, my daddy ain't never gave me shit. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like with this post, just to, I'm not even going to be one-sided on it. I feel like there's many variables that could come into play with this. You know what I'm saying? I feel like with one, there's no telling, you know what I'm saying, this father's financial situation, because clearly they're they're separated. You know what I'm saying? Clearly. Um, But I feel like telling, you know what I'm saying, his financial situation, you know what I'm saying, he could be on child support, but then still decided to contribute because, you know, because of the love of his uh, his son or whatever, or and I I even hate to put it this way because I I really don't like I really don't like degrading baby mamas and stuff like that. But it could be the simple fact that you know this was a baby mother that just really just got the time for just you know acting an ass, you know what I'm saying, and just really being ungrateful and just felt the need to just be like you know, like, damn, this is all that you can contribute to type of thing. And, um, I mean, grant, granted, like, cause I feel like with, with us and I say us as in the black community, we, we revolve our lives around materialistic shit too much. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, I can I can credit to her that she didn't complain for the simple fact that it wasn't name brand shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I've I've heard and also well I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even say I dealt with materialistic shit because I feel like a lot of people, especially baby mamas, like they 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 complain about the branding of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like because if you look at it like even newborns be having like, you know, baby Jordans, you know what I'm saying? Or like a baby Gucci belt. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, for what? Like, why are you spending that much money? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On that type of name brand shit for a newborn that's about to pretty much either throw up on it or shit through it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why, why go through all that? You know what I'm saying? Just get, they, just get generic ass shit. But, um, but no, as I digress, because I feel like I was going off um, off topic. But um, but no, yeah, like I I just I just feel like she was a little bit out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? With you know, especially going through uh, social media. You know what I'm saying? Like blasting him for just you know giving giving a week's worth of clothes for you know for school or anything like that. Because in a sense, it kind of backfired on her because it's like there's like I said, like in the comments, there's a lot of people that felt like you know the 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 kid at the time got more than what they ever got you know what i'm saying from their father which is sad because you do have fathers out there who don't contribute at all you know what i'm saying even if they're put on child support like these motherfuckers just be ghosts out here you know what i'm saying like still just whining and dining themselves and shit like that and got warrants out for their arrest for child support you know what i'm saying and i feel like if father is out there contributing, that should be well appreciative. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, like it's, I'm pretty sure it's a large margin of 
of fathers out there who aren't just contributing at all. But <clears throat> just to be just to be on both sides of the situation, there are baby mothers out there too who will have a guy on child support and still expect you to, you know, contribute beyond that. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 the it's the worst of both worlds, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. What's your take on it? Um, I definitely felt like she was being ungrateful because my dad, all I know is his name. He's never done shit for me. Um, I mean, like, I don't know the whole story. Like I was telling you earlier, maybe, like, she was expecting him to probably, you know what I'm saying, like, give more because maybe she didn't have it, but you got to give credit where credit is due. And, like, you know, a lot of people dragged her in the comment section, like, my daddy ain't never did shit for me. And I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? That's that's so true. But maybe she's also frustrated because, like, she wants him to be consistent. But I can say, I'm, I'm, I don't have any kids, but I can say as a woman, when shit wasn't going my way with the guy, I took my frustrations out on him because of that. And maybe, you know, just having the, I mean, the, from from what the clothes look like, this looks like it was bought for a teenager or a, a preteen because, you know, like those some big shoes and those some big-ass socks. But, you know what I'm saying, so I'm saying, like, maybe she should have been came to reality that you just never going to be with him. This ain't no kid. But sometimes we, we will be bitter. We will be bitter, and we will just find any reason to be mad at you. Like, you disappointed me and you let me down, and I'm a single mom because of you, and now you're letting my child down, you fucking bastard. Like, you just find Jesus. any reason. Yeah. <laughs> You should Jeez. find any reason to be what? Did I say something wrong? I'm just no, saying. No, you preaching to but, the choir, my nigga. You preaching to the choir. You go. But I'm just saying, like, you got to give credit when credit is due. You know what I'm saying? Like, put the extra emotions to the side. You know what I'm saying? Because I say overall for anybody, breakups and all, we take it. We, 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 we take it as a loss. And I'm not even saying, maybe maybe she don't even want the nigga, but that's what I can see from it. Like, okay, damn, like, you know, he like, honestly, with, with uniforms, that's what it was. You got one pair of shoes, four pants, and five different shirts, and you had to watch them, yep. you know what I'm saying, Friday night. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like she was ungrateful, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be happy with what a person can give. And it goes back to the simulate your mind question. Have low expectations. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't deliver. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I, like I feel like, I feel like, because um, like you said, like, you know, I feel like, I feel like at that, at, at, at those particular moments, it'd be beyond, like, the kid type of thing. Like you said, like, it, she might not even want to do no more. But it's just a simple fact that, you know, the the little bitterness that a person has when they're a single parent is just a simple fact that they're a single parent. You know what I'm saying? You put you put extra responsibilities on me that I have to potentially deal with by myself. You know what I'm saying? So you just act out of anger just based off of that mentality. You know what I'm saying? And it goes beyond that. You know what I'm saying? So the anger goes up times 20 type of shit, you know what I'm saying? When it's unnecessary, honestly. But, um, but yeah, that's my, that's my little statement I wanted to add in there. 
it, it comes from y'all fucking us and dicking us down and, and making us dick with just to go to the next Amen. That's where it comes from. Amen. That's where it comes Listen. from. I'm just being, I'm being honest.
you know, when you get older and you can't really be as active anymore, at least you can have memories and say that you did this, this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. On some real shit. Let's stay active and let's keep, let's keep, you know, motivating ourselves and keep going and shit, make some memories. <laughs> make some memories, man. Make some happy memories. But, uh, but yeah, that's the dynamic culture quote for tonight. With that being said, peace and love, and we are out. Peace and love, y'all.